Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. Nobody knows what it's really like, but everyone says it's great. And they heard it from the spiral in their eyes. Hello there, Teen Timers. If you've been anywhere near the Chimsa Choi Promenade lately, you will have noticed some enormous brown, rusty, curled steel sculptures. In this week's Around Town Report, with me, Andrew Dambina, we hear all about them from their creator, Bernard Venet. His work has been brought here from France as part of Le French May 2012. His seven large artworks will be on display until May the 21st. My name is Bernard Venet. I'm having an exhibition of sculptures and paintings also with the Galerie de Sartre. The type of sculptures that I'm exhibiting right now are indeterminate lines and also arcs. When I say that I use arcs in my sculptures, it means that I use uh, geometrical shapes which have uh, the form of an arc, an arc being a part of a, of a circle. I have also what I call indeterminate lines, meaning lines which are not determined mathematically, very free when I make them, I just uh, let myself, uh, you know, improvise and do what I want to do. How did you select which pieces to exhibit in Hong Kong? We select pieces in relationship to the spaces which are available. The quantity of work first, depending on how many spots, how many sites the city is willing to give us. But then also there are pieces which are more or less uh, heavy, like uh, the one we have right now next to us, which is about uh, 18 tons, let's say. So you cannot just put it anywhere. Sometimes there are uh, spaces underground that, you know, which are still very fragile. And also the landscape, you know, here we have a beautiful view. So where we're standing now, we can actually see two of your pieces of work. They look very much related. As you said, they're based on an arc, a part of a circle. They are rusting steel against the backdrop of uh, the Hong Kong skyline. If you look at the two pieces that we're standing next to right outside the cultural centre, how would you describe these? They're actually very different because um, this one, the biggest one, is made of arcs, okay? And so they are built from maquettes that I do originally. It's being done in a factory by people who know how to work with steel. And uh, so you can really see the geometry in here and you also see that there is a title, for example, 220 degrees by 21, if there are 21 arcs, uh, 21 arcs altogether. So this is very typical of the arc work that I'm doing usually. And then there is um, over there the indeterminate line. It's a sculpture composed of three indeterminate lines, which I completely improvise myself, you know, while the process is going on when I am at the factory. I bend the steel, it's solid steel, and uh, where here it's not solid steel, this is hollow inside, and I just go on and improvise, and depending what uh, what is happening, depending what I get, uh, I keep on doing things going in a direction or another. A moquette for the listener who's wondering is a small-scale model. Um, how, what size are those models? The models are about uh, 30 centimetres, let's say one foot, one foot and a half, you know, and uh, two foot long, yes. What you've described looks like it could be a giant spring that has been um, stretched in some ways, come back together in a rather unusual form. You know, for people who can't imagine the form that we're describing. Mm -hmm. Yes, people have been using the word spring, yes, but a spring is perfectly done. You see the circles are perfect, where here there are some broken parts, and uh, it's really, I do that in purpose, of course, in order to give some nerve, some, some uh, brutality to the work, otherwise it would be too boring. Too symmetrical. 
symmetrical. Too symmetrical, exactly. You mentioned that a lot of these shapes and forms come from the process itself. How much of it do you start with, with say, a sketch? I never start with a sketch. I start with uh, maquettes. I take little pieces of steel, which are about quarter of an inch to half an inch square section, and I go on a vise and on a table that I prepared, and I start to roll the steel like this, and I have uh, some uh, torch to heat certain places in order to give some nerves. And uh, if I am very successful with a maquette like this, I bring it to the factory, and at the factory I try to do something a little bit related to that as much as possible if I am very satisfied with a maquette, working with... Uh, uh, those big bars of steel which are 11 centimeters square a section is not an easy thing to do. And then we're looking at things which are 30 or some of them up to 40 feet or, or several meters long. You have to respect the proportions. Many artists actually make uh, sculptures big or small but when they try to go you know, from big to small or small to big. Unfortunately, they don't succeed always. It's really a matter of proportions, you know. With me, I mean, I can say that you have a small table piece and uh, you see it in an apartment uh, put just like this on a table and you can see a big one. It usually works very well. I have been able to resolve this kind of problem. The reaction of uh, the public is always very different because everybody has a different culture, a different background. Some people who have some interest in art will have a positive reaction. Some can be very demanding and they might think that my sculptures are very bad, but uh, in general people who are in the art world have a positive reaction. Some people have never seen a sculpture before or any sculpture which is uh, contemporary and they might just think, what is that rusted steel, you know, doing here? It's very disturbing. You know, they might think that the landscape is much more beautiful without my sculptures. It happens very often that people like to climb on my sculpture. I don't like it, to tell you the truth, because they make uh, spots, you know. I mean, here it's not very disturbing because the ground is very clean, so they don't leave uh, many marks. But uh, I remember last year when I had my exhibition in Versailles, the ground was like sand, you know, and very white. And unfortunately, they put a lot of gravel and things in the sculpture. It was very disturbing. Can you give some advice to today's teenagers who would have an interest in bringing out their own creativity? The first thing to do for a young artist today is, first of all, to have a very good knowledge of what has been done, which is not always the case, you know, the ground in which we are going to function. Then know also that uh, everything which has been done is not to be done again, but so much remains to be created and it, it has to be done. And this is what the young artist should think about, you know, about uh, being very experimental, being very adventurous, and, uh, and I'm sure, I mean, some of them will be able to do something interesting then, yeah. That was elder statesman of French sculpture, Bernard Venet. Seven of his circle-inspired sculptures can be seen around the Cultural Centre in Chimsa Choi. Find out more about this at www.frenchmay.com or check information on Facebook or a dedicated online app under the name of Le French May 2012. That's all from Around Town. Until next Tuesday evening, hear this report again and other local goings-on at the Around Town online archive at rthk.hk slash special slash teen time. It's